Hey guys, welcome to episode 102 of Dealing with Stupidity. I hope everybody's doing well. And did your guy, did he win the election? This is the first time I have ever voted that I was checking on the stats almost every hour just to see who was winning. Like I was watching a game of some kind, which it kind of was really. But by the end of day three, I just, I just, I couldn't give a shit. Then when it was announced, it was over with, uh, by then well, pretty much over with. It's really not yet at this time of the recording. I got to the point. I just don't care anymore. <laughs> if the majority of Americans are that damn stupid, then so be it. This is a stupid ass world we live in now. And, you know, after spending over two hours in line election night, where I found out that my state had already been pretty much decided by the time I was starting hour two in line. That's right. Trump won it. All I cared about was uh, Proposition 65 that was to legalize ma- medical wa- marijuana. <laughs> I'll spit it out. You know, I don't I didn't give a shit about changing the flag or. Or which idiot was going to be our president at that point. I honestly didn't. I was tired. I wanted to put my two cents in on medical marijuana being passed in my state. And I just wanted to go home at that point. Not that I'm a big proponent of potheads and hippies wandering around, but from seeing how it helps people uh, with going through chemotherapy, recovering from injuries, PTSD, uh, seizures, and so on, I'm all for it. I'm all for medical marijuana. And I know or have known people with all of the above problems. Like a very close doctor friend of mine once said, when I asked him about medical marijuana, how he felt. He basically said, it's not the cure-all like some people think it is or that they're led to believe, but people should at least have that option to try anything that's available. So that's why I'm for it. I'm really not for, you know, people come up, well, I got back spasms and spend the weekend getting high as fuck in their backyard. Well, you know what? You know, actually, I don't give a shit. If that's what you want to do with it, then so be it. People should have the right to do or have it available if they want. I'm not going into all that. I'm not going into my views on pot and all that shit. I'm for it. Whatever. I probably just made no sense there. But back to the election. I will say with Trump not winning, there will be some good about it. I'm coming about from it. Him not getting the second term. First off, late night talk show hosts will stop beating a dead horse with their lame Trump jokes. Eventually, at least. You know it's still going to go on for another month or two. They're going to have their stupid... God damn. Like Colbert, his unfunny ass won't... He won't let it die anytime soon. Without Trump, though, and his fucking monologues and shit, he, he has no career. That's His career is based on making fun of Donald Trump. So once that's all said and done, what, what's he going to bitch about? That's all he's bitched about since Trump came into office. So... Colbert should be gone. His his career should be ending soon. As soon as he's run, him and his writers run out of 
dumbass jokes. Uh, bad comedians, horrible podcasts, and dumbass YouTubers will finally go away, I think, hopefully. Again, without bashing Trump, they have nothing to fall back on. They have no real talent. So what are they going to do? What are they going to do now? I don't know. Start having to rely on something called talent. <laughs> I don't, there's so many people that have, you just looking at social media, podcasts, Instagram followers, uh, Twitter followers, YouTube followers. They've gained all this because of Trump. Them bashing Trump and can't wait for his next tweet to dissect it and make Trump look like an idiot. Look, he did a good job on Twitter all by himself, making himself look like an idiot. But you know what? He said whatever the fuck he wanted right off the cuff without thinking or spell checking. It was fun. I got to admit, it was fun having him in office. I'll put it that way. But this isn't a political podcast. At least I don't think it is, or it shouldn't be. And on top of what we should expect that are good, the good that will come out of uh, Joe Biden, Joe and the hoe. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. That's why I'm using. <laughs> Democrats will actually have to do something they haven't done in four years. And that is actually do something for the country. No matter what side you're on, you have to agree that they haven't done jack shit for this country or even attempted anything other than try to get Trump out of office. That's all they've done for the last four years. So now they're actually going to have to do something. They have put so much energy and effort in trying to get Trump out of office since day one. That's what kills me about why our people, I think most of the votes were people just voting against Trump. But what have they done for the country other than that? They spent all their time and energy and resources trying to get Trump out. I have never seen before in my lifetime or read about before in history books and po having to deal with politics where one side was so butthurt about the outcome of an election to the point where all they did for the next four years was to shit all over the person who won and then try and try to get him yanked out of office for four fucking years. That is all the Democrats have tried to do. That's all they've done. Oh boy. I'm glad it's over. <laughs> I'm interested to see how it's going to play out with Trump. You know, he's not going to go away quietly, which whatever. I don't, I don't fucking care. I'm over it. Whatever happens to this country at this point now, it's your fault. Oh, uh, and what about Portland? Portland's still acting like a bunch of fucking morons, even though they got their way. Well, go figure. What a shit show that is over there. Still, riots and acting like fucking buffoons. You won. Shut the fuck up. You got your way. Now go home and... Do whatever the fuck you weirdos do. You don't even know what to do anymore. You got your way. You don't even know what to do anymore. You've been spending so much time protesting and shit. Holy fuck. Weird, huh? You got to go get a fucking job now. 
or go back to work or whatever the fuck you people did before this shit. Fucking go away. What were they writing about? I, I think I read somewhere because Trump said stop the voting or so. He was going to try, or not the voting, the counting or some bullshit like that. I didn't even read on it. It was just stupid. But yeah, then everybody up there in that fucking godforsaken part of the country that I now look at as a shithole just went bananas. They're still riding. They just, I, I just, I need one more excuse where I don't actually have to do something during the day so I can tear up shit. And fucking bash in windows and destroy people's businesses. You fucking lame ass pieces of shit. Portland. Who would imagine? Ugh, I've never really followed what goes on in that neck of the country, but fuck off. It's away from politics. Well, this is kind of politics. This is something I I uh, found out recently. That if you say all lives matter. It's considered as racist. Mm. Of course, I get this information from Twitter, but I think it's interesting as is because there's people that actually believe this. I don't know for a fact, but so I came across this Reddit thread. Another, no, it was, yeah, Reddit, not Twitter. My first mistake where I'm getting information. The post started, uh, some jerkwide said arguing with a trump supporter she said she's not racist because she's never said all lives matter even though trump himself said all lives matter matter so she just accidentally called trump racist l-m-a-o-o-o is this person saying laugh my ass off 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 but anyway if that doesn't spin your head a little bit i don't know what will accidentally called Trump racist because Trump himself said all lives matter. That automatically says that's racist. So anyway, whatever person in the thread makes a comment. Black lives matter never meant that all lives don't. It means we need to uplift the black community's oppression. They matter. Racists specifically white supremacists want to take away from black lives matter by retaliating with all lives matter. It's like when straight people say they should get a pride parade because gay people get one. I guess like the idiot I am, I replied, but I've heard African American friends and coworkers say it. That was just my simple reply. And this person comes back, correct them apostrophe. All lives matter is a phrase that only came after people chanted black lives matter. And you it's used against BLM. I know friends of mine that think all lives matter is progressive, but they just don't understand the origins or overall usage. So all lives matter is racist. Who knew? I didn't know that. I learned something new. Let's switch gears a little bit. Some shit recently that I've noticed aggravates the fuck out of me. So, uh, the other day, co-worker of mine had a flat screen, big-ass flat screen TV delivered to our business. Because, you know, his wife works, he works. He didn't want to just leave a big-ass rectangular box sitting out on his front porch all day. So, the UPS guy pulls up, 
starts bringing it in, dragging it, <laughs> dragging the TV in one hand with, it clearly says fragile, this side up, pointing to the wrong direction, the direction he had pointed down, and then he has some bullshit in his other hand. So he goes to open the door. We're just noticing this shit. Well, you know, not really, <laughs> I guess one of us could have helped him. Or he could have fucking done one thing at a fucking time. So he comes up to the door. Instead of putting the bullshit in the left hand, left arm down, he just drops the fucking TV. Just blap, splat right on the fucking concrete. Let's it fall. Okay. He opens the door, brings the bullshit in, drops it off on the counter, and then goes back out, grabs the TV off the ground, comes back in and blam, just lets it fall against the fucking counter. Lean up against the counter. Sideways. It's Now, mind you, it's saying this side up as in the long side up and a certain side. So, you know, no stacking. Don't lean it this way or whatever. <laughs> when he lets it fall the first time, one of the guys just happened to walk by the door it's not like the door's right there next to us and we had time to get to it before he just let it fucking fall. He opens it up, let the guy, after he let him in, put the shit on the counter, the small shit, then goes back out and grab it. And he lets it smack another time. He's like, come on, man. What the fuck, dude? What are you doing? And he just walks right on out. Didn't even ask for a signature. I wanted to stop the guy and say, hey, would you treat your shit like that? If you were delivering to your own house or a friend of yours house, would you do the same shit? Why is it that every place I've ever worked since I was 16, the UPS driver was always dog shit? It's like, fuck, dude, take a little pride in your job. Surprisingly, it wasn't broken. But just, I mean, he walked up, didn't even bother to like lean it against the wall outside leaning against the other door, he just let it fall, flam, right on the fucking concrete. Come on, man. You fucking hillbilly. What the fuck is wrong with you? Fucking UPS is it. They're, they're fucking, they're worthless, I think. Fucking, if, I, I don't know why every company I've ever worked for has accounts with UPS versus FedEx. FedEx brings that shit in, walks it to a person, gets a signature or a name, and walks out. This motherfucker just drops the shit like, like he just picked up a bag of garbage and just threw it on the fucking floor. Asshole. That's one thing that drives me nuts that I notice. Another thing that drives me up the fucking wall is people you don't know that make comments. Guy came in the other day, interviewed for a position. Typical cheeseball jerk-off salesman vibe about him. That's what he used to do, apparently. He came in, had a, an hour interview, went to lunch with the guy in the hiring and whatever. Around two or so, he's leaving and sees the girl at the counter getting her lunch together so she can eat. And he makes a comment, just now eating. <laughs> and she just looked at him with a fucking glare. And was like, yeah, well, I wasn't hungry earlier. And I can see 
<laughs> I can see it in her eyes. She just wanted to say, mind your own fucking business, jackass. Get the fuck out. You're not getting the job. You suck. You're a fucking nerd. <laughs> I can't stand that shit. Somebody I don't know trying to crack a joke, being thinking they're funny. It's not funny. I don't know you. Don't joke with me like that. It's a lame joke, but don't. it's, you know, like the same fucking thing. My old job. You get these dirt ass fucking construction workers coming in. Not all of them are before anybody says anything or tweets me or emails me. Not all of you are dirt ass pieces of shit. And I used to work in construction, so fuck you. <laughs> I'd always get that comment. Must be nice to work in AC all day. I get that. I used to get at least five times a month during the summer months. Yeah, it is. Try getting an education and knock it out. Fucking idiot. And knock the fucking mud off your boots next time you come in, you dumbass redneck. Fucking hate that shit. Must be nice. Yeah, crack a book, idiot. Uh, fucking assholes. Uh, just, just shut your fucking mouth. If you don't know me, don't joke with me. It's not funny. People just bug the shit out of me. You know, something I've noticed. Something I came across, and I don't know if it's, if if Google is just following me and thinks I give a fuck, I don't know how it's always on my news feed or anything like that about Billie Eilish. For some reason, I get all these little news snippets pop up on my Google News or in my fucking Twitter threads. I have never searched. I think I searched her name one time because I kept seeing her name everywhere. Who is this fucking idiot? I shouldn't say that. She's not a fucking idiot. She's doing very well for herself for having zero talent. But anyway, this thing came across the other day on my news feed. Billie Eilish, <laughs> Eilish shares message to normalize real bodies after photo of her goes viral. And I don't, I didn't even fucking click on it, but I, I'm just like, you know, can we get any other music news other than this idiot and her body shaming bullshit problems? Like some real music news. You know, every other article is about this flabby chick and what she's wearing and how she feels about it. Here's my, here's what I think. Why? Because her music sucks. She's got nothing else interesting going on in her career, and the label is trying to keep her as relevant as possible for as long as they can. I've listened to maybe two songs of hers for about, you know, I gave one a fucking full tilt, start to end. Wasn't impressed. Okay, whatever. But if that's, if that's you know, I don't like a lot of music out there. There's a lot of music I don't like. But if, hey, if you can make a career out of it, God bless you. Another one I thought was dog shit that was recently popular and I just stopped it. But can we not talk about her music and her talent or this or that? Anything other about her, anything other than her flabby tits. I don't care. Why is that shit popping up? It's like I don't know how Elizabeth Hurley keeps popping up in my news, but I do appreciate it because it keeps showing off Elizabeth Hurley Shows off this peach bikini and blah, blah, blah. She still looks good for her age, by God. But Billie Eilish, I don't know how I ever got my news feed or my Twitter feed. I, I stopped Instagram. I'm, I still have an account, but I'm not going back. 
uh, Facebook. I may hit it once a month to see how family's going. And Twitter, you're on your last legs. And Google News, I've tried everything. I, how? I don't care about Billie Eilish. Just whatever. Why is that popping up in my shit? Somebody explain to me how it works. I've never, well, I guess I have looked her up. <laughs> but maybe one time just check out what the big hype is. That's annoying as fuck. And if she's overweight, leave the fucking broad alone. So what? 90% of people out there are fucking over, at least in the United States, are fucking overweight and shitty looking. God damn. I don't know why you even care. And something here's something else. Something I've noticed through the years of social media and these little clickbait articles like this, uh, like these things that it's usually it's a small percentage of people that have an actual problem with a certain person or a certain subject. And they, and these articles are in websites and whatever, they blow it up. Like it's a real fucking problem. For instance, Bill Burr hosted in a Saturday night live a few weeks ago and his monologue, apparently was a problem. One article that stuck out that got my news feed somehow. One article says SNL host Bill Burr divides fans after controversial, <laughs> controversial opening monologue. Here's a clip of what people thought was controversial. Let's see if I can get it. Plowing ahead. Let's, let's talk. Uh, let's talk white women here, shall we? <laughs> Let's talk white women. White women, you're amazing. Amazing your accomplishments over the last few years. I gotta tell you, the way white women somehow hijack the woke movement, generals around the world should be analyzing this. Just to refresh your memory, the woke movement was supposed to be about people of color, not getting opportunities, the at-bats that they deserved, finally making that happen. And it was about that for about eight seconds. And then somehow, White women swung their Gucci-booted feet over the fence of oppression and stuck themselves at the front of the line. I don't know how they did it. I've never heard so much complaining in my life from white women. My name is so hard with my SUV and my heated seats. You have no idea what it's like to be me. Trashing white guys, the nerve. Where's the camera? The nerve of you white women. Let me, I, listen, I don't want to speak ill on my bitches here, okay? <laughs> I don't, but let's, let's go back in history here, okay? <laughs> you guys stood by us toxic white males through centuries of our crimes against humanity. You rolled around in the blood money, and occasionally when you wanted to sneak off and hook up with the black dude, if you got caught, you said it wasn't consensual. <laughs> yeah, that's what you did. That's what you did. So why don't you shut up, sit down next to me, and take your talking to <laughs> Thank you. Not bad. Not some of his funniest material, but that was the problem. Hmm. In this article, it, of course three tweets they found on Twitter that they these people found offensive 
And that's like divides fans after controversial opening monologue. This is what divided fans. Like, uh, God damn, these names. Sushma. Who told Bill Burr he, a straight white man, should try to tackle homophobia and racism in the worst way possible in his SNL dialogue? Monologue, sorry. I didn't get to that part. You need to hear the whole monologue. Just Google, Google, YouTube, uh, Bill Burr monologue. And there you go. It was not bad at all. It was fucking funny. Uh, and then we got Sally Origin, Origin, Oregon, whatever. At Sally JH4889, whatever. Made it about one minute into Bill Burr's SNL monologue before I had to change the channel. In this cultural moment, SNL really thought the best choice for a host was a white male stand-up ranting about cancel culture. Now, this is coming from a white female. (laughs) I looked her up. I stalked her. Delete your Twitter account. You suck at this, and you're lying, bitch. His first minute was talking about wearing masks in New York, and he hasn't been to New York in a while, and he was impressed so many people were wearing masks. He didn't lay into this bitch in about three and a half minutes into his monologue. (laughs) And it all started with him about shitheads like you trying to cancel people that are dead. This is how it all started. He went on a bit. About people trying to cancel people that are dead. Like he mentioned John Wayne because he made remarks in a interview back in 1974. <laughs> you know what I think? I think you didn't watch shit. I think you're lying. You saw Cardi B or some other C-level celebrity complain about it. So you had to chime in with your own goddamn drama. That's what I think. Sally JH4889. Fucking lying piece of shit. I watched about a minute of it. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. Because this was halfway through a a seven-minute monologue or however long it was. You'd have never known that joke happened. Dumbass. (sighs) Oh, and this this broad. This one. This one's great. Wannabe Elizabeth Bennett at Sleepy Tiger. That that's a cute name. Bill Burr with <laughs> Bill Burr with the gay pride joke joke. Uh, not it. The crowd doesn't even know if they should laugh or not. Of course, comedians shouldn't talk anything about anything that bothers you. By the way, they did laugh because it was fucking funny. It wasn't even a cringy joke. And it was after toward the end of the monologue and basically asked why gay pride, <laughs> gay pride month gets a good month like June and they weren't even slaves. Black people get one of the shittiest months, which is February. It's cold. It gets dark early and it's the shortened mo- shortest month of the year. Legit question, I think. And he basically said, what did gay people do to deserve a nice shiny or a nice sunny month like June? Because they weren't slaves. Whatever. You have to watch it. It's funny. He did a lot better job than I did. But. So there are three whole people that had a problem. So. 
Twitter was in an uproar. And you know what? I follow a lot of people. Not a lot of people, but I follow a lot of comedians and SNL and blah, blah, blah. That's where you're going to see shit. They're going to reply to SNL's whatever. And I follow Bill Burr. I don't think I saw one negative, negative reply or comment about his monologue. It wasn't his A game. If anything, it was because it was kind of off the cuff, I guess. It wasn't as funniest, but it was still funny. I didn't. I never saw anybody complain about what he had to say. Okay. So these are three whole people that had a problem. And this is what I'm getting at. These news articles find a handful of people that have a problem. And all of a sudden they're going to turn it into the world is coming in. They're going to cancel Bill Burr and, and he should be put in his place and blah, blah, blah. (laughs) And the funny part is that bit about white women putting themselves in front. Those were all white women who posted those as another white woman put it on Twitter. (laughs) I love that Bill Burr made a perfect joke about white women making everything about us. And then a bunch of white women on Twitter lost their minds because they think it was a mean joke, thus proving his point. Fucking love it. But see, that's that's how this all this is fucking all this social media shit gets everybody in an uproar. Two people have a problem and they act like fucking half the nation's divided. If I could figure out how I've only got a handful of great comments or uh, uh, positive comments about my podcast, if I could get one of these uh, websites to say. Dealing with stupidity is should be the second most listened to podcast on the planet as per these three people nobody's ever heard of. I wonder if that would work. Probably not. But something that is funny, something I do enjoy with these little news blurbs or these little nuggets that pop up in your feed is when you see shit like this. (laughs) An elementary... Elementary school teacher asked parents to wear clothes and avoid appearing <laughs> appearing with big joints in the background of Zoom classes. <laughs> you knew this was going to be a thing when they started when schools started doing these online classes for students, so they don't come in and catch the COVID and all that shit. COVID. A Palm Beach school board meeting. Uh, An elementary elementary school teacher, Edith Pride, employed parents to behave appropriately during their children's remote school days, which are filmed and recorded. And it's sad as fuck that somebody has to say it. (laughs) In her three-minute speech, Pride asked parents to have, have on proper clothing and avoid appearing with big joints in the background of their children's video conferences during the school day. So my, our, mom and dad are just fucking letting their bellies hang out, wearing thongs and shit, and just getting <laughs> gacked <laughs> out of their brains, fucking spliff while little Johnny's trying to learn some shit. How, Mama, put your teddy up and the joint down so I can fucking learn something. And why are you, why would you do that hanging out behind your kid? 
where the camera can see you. You you fucking troglodyte. That is so stupid. Let's see. Several other Palm Beach County school teachers reported similar interest, uh, similar incidences, incidents of alcohol consumption, partial nudity, or drug use in the background of virtual lessons. God, you filthy fucking parents. Y'all are, y'all are just dirt trash. Just trashy pieces of shit. Fuck. I'm surprised nobody's been caught fucking behind their kid while they're trying to do a class on fucking algebra. Filthy fucking piece of shit parents. Uh, and here's the excuse or whatever. Researchers have found that parents stressed out by new circumstances and remote learning amid the pandemic drink more and are more likely to report binge drinking than parents who were not stressed. Really? I can see how it can be stressful, you know, not having to drop your kid off at school for somebody else to babysit all fucking day while you sit at home and fucking cram shit up your fucking nasty twat and get high as shit. Yeah, okay, that might be stressful. You got to do your dirty work while little Johnny's trying to fucking learn something so he won't end up like you, fucking piece of trash. So that's the excuse. I'm stressed. Uh, I can't get free babysitting today. Uh, what am I going to do with my pussy? All this jo- all these joints, all this alcohol. And I got a little Tay-Tay coming over and pound me in the ass. Fucking filthy goddamn pieces of shit. Fucking, I, I, you know, something I've noticed since I, I ha, I've ha, had a kid and going to my uh, son's school and my wife working for a school and going in here and there and seeing productions and picking my wife up, I mean, my son up at school when, when he's got to get home early and just hearing some of the things that my wife has to deal with on a daily basis while working for a school. You people, I don't know how to put this without sounding crass. People, like I've ever worried about that. People should have to take a test, an IQ test, personality test, some kind of test before you have a fucking kid. Being able to support them with clothes and food is not enough. You got to have some fucking sense. You got to have a little fucking sense. I mean, that right there, this, the few sentences I read out of this stupid-ass article. Have some fucking sense. A little bit of class. Jesus Christ. How, how are people allowed to have kids? Fucking, that's what kills me. Alcohol consumption, partial nudity, drug use, while your kid is trying to better themselves. In behind them, in the same room, it's a laptop fucking camera, so it's not, it doesn't pick up, well, I don't know how they have it set up. If you got to do that, go in another fucking room, you filthy fucking piece of shit. God damn, what is wrong with people? It's insane. We live in a crazy world, I'm telling you. All right, that's I, I, you know what? I wanted this to be a little more lighthearted, but that that kind of shit pisses me off. God damn! Thank you for listening to this episode of Dealing with Stupidity. 
Shoot us an email if you have a question, suggestion, comment, complaint, or insult. DWStupidity at gmail.com. While the web page is still up, you can hit uh, the contact page, and it just goes directly to the Gmail um, Gmail address, contact page on dealingwithstupidity.com, which I'm going to let die when my subscription runs out. Nobody goes to my fucking website. You might see my silly ass pictures. I can I can put that on fucking SoundCloud. Let's see, or hit me up on Twitter, dealing with stupidity at DW Stupidity. Question, suggestion, comment, whatever. Topic. I would like to hear what do you what do you guys have? Your pet peeves at work, like this fucking like our UPS guy who just decides he's gonna fucking, you know, use our goddamn some guy, poor guy's new TV. It's a big TV. It was a big TV at that. So it hit the ground with some force. So he was just going to throw it on the fucking concrete like a doormat. <sighs> or the the fucking idiots who don't know you want to crack a joke. <laughs> just now eat. Huh? Fuck you, man. Get out of my face. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Let us know. I'll rate and review the podcast. If you know somebody that needs to hear it should hear it let them know anyway take care everybody and i will talk to you again soon